Lions with it, second and goal from the eight. Down six, but on the move. Chris, working from the gun, looks out to the right now, checks out that Viking defense. Takes the snap, back to pass, looks right, got Chase in the end zone, touchdown, Detroit Lions! That's it, pack the bag, start the plane, this game is over! How big is that? And now it's time to start the Detroit Lions podcast. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, Rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, the guys people are talking about when they discuss monkeys and footballs. Chris and Case. Hey, howdy ho, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions Podcast, episode 291. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my very good friend and co-host, Case. How you doing, brother? Welcome back again. I'm happy to be back, and I apologize. There is no awful, terrible joke this week. That's on me. <laughs> That's always on you, whether there is or isn't. Uh, in today's show, we've got a lot to talk about. we got the bye week blues going, and boy, our Lions fans got the blues right now. We'll talk about that a little bit. We'll see where we're at. Got a lot of Lions former and uh, other folks talking nationally about the Lions right now. It's not very complimentary. We'll talk about that a little bit. We're also going to talk really in-depth on Keeper Trash, Patricia and Quinn. And we're going to ask, should we really cater our opinion, our opinions, to popular opinions? We're going to talk about that a little bit because I think there's a, a lot to a lot to get into there. So be really, really cool, really, really fun. we got a great show lined up. Case, are you ready to go, my man? Ready to roll. Let's kick this off and break it down. All right, first, like we always do, we're going to kick it off with some quick announcements. First, check us out and help us out on the Patreon. Very special thanks to Dylan from... Guam. That's right. Never sounds as good as Tampa. He's done in Tampa nowadays. <laughs> Our very first donor, Mathis, Brian B from I Prevail, and uh, well, I'm just gonna say Modman Second Coming. Give him a big shout out today for being a Patreon person. Thank you all for being Patreon people. Uh, make sure to check out Brian Brookheiser, IPrevailBand.com. Him and the team—they're gonna be on the St. Jude show, and um. Got a little something special cooking, so uh, get your pots ready, folks. This is gonna this is gonna be a good one. Uh, anyway, all those folks, we're all hanging out on the uh, Slack chat. We have a special chat where people can differ in opinions, but they don't hate each other. It's a very very strange place in the world of the internet. It's the most intelligent lions chat on the internet, one hundred and ten percent. I will not. Tell a lie. I'm telling you, it's straight up that way. How do you take part? Get on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. As little as a dollar a month donation. It's help what helps keep the show going. We don't have like Vox or USA Today or any of the big people supporting us. We're just on our own here doing our own thing. So your donations are most, most, most appreciated. Again, Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. We'll take more than a buck if you got it for sure. Uh, but you get into that slack, and I'll tell you, it is worth every penny and more. Um, it's it's a great place, and there's been great conversations. Not just about whether or not people should be uh, fired or with the team, but what to do afterward. Look at a year down the road. A lot of really, really good stuff. So um, if you're looking for a good group of people and you don't want to wreck it, <laughs> 
join the Patreon because it's a great place. Give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast. Check us out on Twitter at DET Lions podcast. The very best place to see Case. Searching the cockles of my heart. That's right. At DET Lions podcast. Find the cockles of Case's heart. And give us a follow while you do it. Subscribe on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. So get no, hit that notification button. Hit that bell so you know when we go live. Uh, we've got a couple little special events we got going on. We've got three shows a week. And uh, we got all kinds of other stuff. But we have a different channel you can also subscribe to. And I'm going to give you this, this, this URL right now until we get this last piece ironed out. It is bit.ly slash DLP clips. Bitly is the, the, the link shortener. bit.ly and then it's slash DLP clips. You can find all the short Cliff's Notes version pieces and chunks from the show if you don't have time. Sometimes you don't have all the time you need. So you can get the some of the, the key points from the show and uh, watch it that way. It's a, We figured this was helpful for folks. It's video only. It's not going to be audio. And it's on its own channel. So the folks that subscribe to the main channel aren't getting pinged all the time every time we put one of those clips out there. So it's a great way to put this out there for you guys. And hopefully... You enjoy it, because we do. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> Rate us, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you find us. Amazon. Amazon. Let's talk about them. Um, we appreciate all those folks who give us those five-star reviews. If you have something less than five stars, we're happy to talk about it in the subreddit. And uh, if most of the people that took part in that conversation with me this week walked away wanting, but it's because it wasn't good criticism. <laughs> it wasn't. It was just angry people out of a crawling out of a trash can. Give us a call via Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word. Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us in the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667. Leave us a message and get a chance to hear yourself on the show, baby. Tighten your chin straps, kids. It's time to review This Week in Reddit. All right, it's time to talk about all the fun and exciting things going down this week in Reddit. And first and foremost, I will be happy to say we have a bye week. No one will be disappointed in the Lions mm-hmm. this week, uh, at least their performance on the field. I need it, man. I need to. I need to try to sleep this Sunday for the first time in a while. So yeah, yeah. It's been it's been a stressful season so far. Folks are angry. I think I think it's not just football that's under people's skins right now. I mean, you got a, a heated election, of course, and no matter what side of that you're on, you're you're heated and you're passionate, and that's that's fair. You want to be, you want people to be passionate and caring about elections and that stuff. So that's that's that. No idea of quarantines, lockdowns, uh, whether you you're working at a site or working from home. They all carry their own sets of stresses and stressors. Um, and then you add the idea that you're you're the team, the the one piece that most people have been waiting for sports that that you know a lot of people are football only but this is the big sport nfl is the number one sport in america when your team just kind of chokes on the chode like the lions have this year it's so so hard to stomach and hard to take as a fan and i think that's a lot of what's gotten folks into the the stir they are this year compared to uh previous years when similar events kind of happened right so we'll talk about that we'll get into that a bit. We'll, we'll still do more therapy for you uh, a couple good questions already in the chat, uh, and we'll get the, what does it take to get for him to get fired? Uh, should we, we'll get into that. We'll talk about that on the, on the show today. we got that as a big, big conversation. Um, Bill, uh, Bob, uh, losing the locker room for sure. That's a thing. Uh, and then how do you think COVID will affect the NFL down the stretch? Uh, do I think the Titans should forfeit games? That's actually a really good conversation. I'm going to add that to our, our, our list of topics. If you don't mind case, we've got some time. All right. Can we do that? Are we okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kurt. Right there. 
I got you. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Yes. Yes, we will. All right, Kurt, one second. I got you. Thank you for the... There, that should fix it. Yeah. All right. Sorry about that. Uh, Kerr, I apologize for you not being able to hear me. That should be able to, to make it better for you. All right. Um, let's see. Lions versus the Saints. I don't know if you noticed that it was a game this week, Case. Did you did you see that they played? <laughs> you know what? Um, I, I, I watched the first about 30 minutes and I had been up since about, I don't know, about four o'clock in the morning and I was busy doing other things. And it's so, it's super rare that I ever do this, but I felt, I, I took a nap, uh, mid game at, uh, when I fell asleep, it was 14 to zero. <laughs> well, <laughs> let me tell you what the score was when I woke up. It wasn't 14 to zero. <laughs> no, no, it was not. It was not. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. This is not the first time this team has lost a double-digit lead. As a matter of fact, as we all know, no, it's an NFL record for doing. I that. was going to say this might have been the most dramatic, but it, but it isn't. It isn't a first. It isn't an unaccustomed situation. So there was no point. It wasn't that I felt soothed by fourteen and zero. There was no sad. Uh, <laughs> right. It wasn't like I was like, oh, okay, we got this in the bag. I'm going to take. I'm going to fall asleep now. No, if it, uh, I was nervous immediately uh it it sucks it really sucks to sorry go ahead i was just saying that no 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 to to have that emotion to have that it wouldn't matter if we were up 28 to zero it sucks to have to have that emotion and i think that is a big part of even though we came within possibly one drive of winning the game um that it that that was the emotion that people were left with for the majority of the game is that it doesn't matter how much we're ahead we can screw it up and mm-hmm. that has been a pretty consistent thing for the last year and a half you think <laughs> i i have no idea how it is that we can continually um screwed up like like we have been. I, I just don't understand how, as a team, the Lions continue to do so poorly with such a large lead, and especially with the the quarterback we have. I, I mean, look, our defense is terrible. We knew the defense needed help. We knew that um, the defense was going to have a hard time against the Saints. What we didn't think and, and, and what we didn't calculate was the offense wouldn't be able to run to do drives anything against, for two quarters. Right. You know, two and a half quarters. For, against injured safeties. And, and look, I, I get the defense has, has failed a number of times. But on the, on the Saints game, I don't put the, the, the onus on the defense here as much. We knew, we knew they were going to score on us. They're a yeah. high scoring no, team. I mean, they always you, score a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, that's who yeah. they are. But the fact that we couldn't score against that defense, the the, the infirmary defense, right? They didn't have a starting quarter yeah. corner playing, and, and they just, kept losing guys as the game went on. Yeah, yeah, that and 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 look, this is not the only reason, right? That's 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 not the only reason we lost this game. And I and I agree, the defense should have had more stops. The defense should have done better. I I'm not excusing the defense, but I'm going to tell you my biggest biggest worry, not just for the season but for the long term, is Matthew Stafford right now. And returning from this injury, I expected if he's shaking rust off, 
that that rust was gone by now. I'd expect him to be Matthew Stafford. What you saw was a lot, a lot of arm and kind of upper body throws. His mm-hmm. back wasn't in it. His pot, his his stance wasn't right. He wasn't putting his lower body in it. It looked like his back is bothering him still. And if this is the case after this long, and it wasn't somehow re-injured maybe in that um nor the Green Bay game, which I think was more of a knee than a back thing. But if this is if this is where we're at, because he looks to me, I've said it before in the show, he looks to me like he's frustrated that his body is not doing the things that he knows it can do. And and as someone who's getting older, I used to be really, really fast. <laughs> now, when I take a run, I'm not nearly as fast. And I'm like, wait, how, when did I slow down? It just suddenly happened. It was a realization that happened one day. I wonder if that's what he's fighting. Like his body just can't do what it could do before. Is it rust? I don't. I'm getting less and less on the rust side of this equation than I am on yeah. the other side. And that does not bode well for this organization for the long term. I don't care who your coach is. I don't care what you do. If you have a quarterback like Matthew Stafford that's prematurely going away, that's a problem. I'll put one more piece. I don't know necessarily that would be prematurely either. I think guys like Breeze and, and, and Brady are putting some unreal, such an unrealistic expectation on, on longevity for quarterbacks that I'll well, and that, I'll you, and that you know there and you can deal with it. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. You know that I always drag my feet about that kind of thing, too. Like, I'm never prepared to say this guy has this or this guy is done doing this or whatever until we've seen it over an extended period of time. But I mean, it's approaching an extended period of time. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It is. Um, got a Riley. Thanks so much for the super chat, brother. Um, if we had to trade Stafford this year, what do we think we could get for a return? I'm going to let you answer that. I have an answer in my head, but I'm going to let you answer it, Case, and uh, we'll see where you're at. If I'm, where, where. It, it's so much of it depends on who wants him right away, and that's the tricky question. And I'm trying to think of which teams I think would benefit from having him right away because it's not necessarily even about which teams want him next year. It's about a team that's on the cusp and just mm-hmm. needs a better quarterback immediately. Give me, give me like ten seconds here. Sure. I'm going to look up some standings and see if that s- if, yeah, if yeah. it rings a bell. I'm going to um, throw something because, out there really quick. If you yeah, go while, you, while you do that, um, I'm I sit here and I think about it, and I'm, I was like originally like the Jets. That would be a great team, but they stink so absolutely right, bad. Right, they I don't think that Trevor makes sense Lawrence. for them. They're getting Trevor Lawrence 100. Right, it doesn't make sense for them to get a short term solution like Matthew Stafford. You get Matthew Stafford, you're looking at kind of like what happened with Rivers, right? Two, three years, maybe, maybe four years if you're lucky. Yeah. But you're a team that needs a guy now and to go on for the next couple of years. So I'm not sure that well, the, <laughs> the draft pick that we get for him is probably going to be if you if you get a first round, you're probably looking somewhere around 20th. Here's a couple of options. Uh, the Washington football team. I've heard of them. I think that Stafford would be an upgrade for them. For and sure, they're sure. they're only a half game out of the lead in the NFC East right now. Uh, and I mean, that's largely because that division is awful. It's straight up trash, you know, top to bottom. But I, I mean, that's that's a, certainly a possibility. Um, if, if Cam Newton's going to miss significant time with the Patriots, mm-hmm. the Patriots, you know, obviously we have that connection. So that's, uh, that, that's an option. I, I'm holding on to my... F- not my favorite because I don't want it to happen, but my like realistic, the one I, Chicago. I think the, you know, the chargers are, are, are also a possibility. There are some good things going on with the chargers. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that maybe the most 
advantageous for the team that we'd be trading it to would be the Colts. I think that Matthew Stafford would fit what they do very well. Um, even, even if he's not a hundred percent Matthew Stafford, I still think he elevates a little bit of what they're doing in the past game mm-hmm. over there. Yeah. Um, and they are, you know, they're, they're technically a, uh, 0.25 game back from the Titans, but God only knows what's going to, I mean, the Titans thing is God. got some good stuff here. Um, right. So, um, Adam is saying 97 ones talking about getting Haskins. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Kerlingus. I, I don't want him. <laughs> Why would we want him? No. I mean, it, I mean, Duh. if you're going to go ahead and trade Stafford, don't bring somebody else in. Worse. That's, you know, so, uh, just, just go ahead and play the play, uh, you know, uh, chase Young, uh, Daniels or, or the rest Blau. of the year. And, yeah. All right. So also we got, uh, Curlingus, I like what he said. Right now, what could you get for him? A second and a fourth this year and a second next year from the Niners. The Niners might be a good partner with Garoppolo in the shape that he's in. Yeah, um, they, I thought about that, but I just think I think they like Garoppolo and they're ready to move on from him yet. But, but he's hurt, so you never know. Um, and then Kerr also thanks for the super chat, man. He said, that's exactly what I saw. His back is still tight from being surgically repaired. No offseason and not playing full contact for almost a year. And that's what I'm thinking, but I'm not sure if this is still rust or not, or if it's like an ongoing problem. So we'll see. Boy, this is, this is, yeah. And, and Hodges, right? Mike Hodges, even when Stafford played through injuries previously, he didn't hesitate with his decision making. And that's a huge difference this year to him. He, he's definitely the sacks that he's taken because he's not making decisions um, with the ball. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, I don't know, man. No more than two kids in a family, folks. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> well, no, no, let's, okay. here's what I'm going to say. You know, as I said, we're approaching the point where I have to look at it as a possible, you know, trend and not a long-term thing, right. Mm -hmm. Or not a short-term aberration, but we have the bye week And then that's really the deciding factor for me. Like if it comes back in week five and he still is having issues, then it's at that point, like that's when I have to seriously go from, over here saying I still believe that he can be the guy that he was to really flipping the script and saying, well, I just, you know, he's proven that he can't be the guy that he was. Um, so I, I, I think next week is, or excuse me, the, the week after the bye week is like, that may be the most crucial game of his career you know, outside of a playoff game. And, and it, it goes to the coaching staff as well. Let's be honest. I mean, Oh yeah. hundred If you lose to the Jags, if this team loses to the Jags, even though it's at uh, Jacksonville, this, this is huge. This is a huge fail on the part of this coaching staff and is not something that they're going to be able to uh, hold on to that. That's, that's the hot seat right there. Um, and I'll tell you, like I said, I've got to, I've got to adjust a little bit. My, my, my prediction, I keep saying November 1st, I have to say it's, I, I still have a date, right? It's November 2nd. Cause it's the Monday after the game. If it's on the first, that would be literally, it would be 107 to three or something that we lost to the Colts. <laughs> right? <laughs> if it was a away game, they wouldn't fly them home. Um, but this, this, it could be also the week earlier against the Falcons, if if they're going to do it mid season, I think this is this is when they're going to do it. Otherwise, they'll wait till the end. Um, the reason they would do it after the Falcons game would be because it's ahead of the trade deadline, and then they could start really playing with players and not have the coach realize 
you know, he, he can't complain. They move the team on me when they get rid of him. They get rid of him, they move the team, and then you right. get um, probably Bevel as, as the head coach for the rest of the year, which is what it is, right? Yeah, and I don't think that Bevel has done enough over the last three weeks. I know that we were very happy with what he was able to do last year, but uh, a lot of people coming into the year, even after even after week one and the week two, you know, debacles, where they were saying, well, we should just make Bevel the head coach right now, but it's not exactly like the offense has been, you know, dominant with Bevel. So uh, is that really what you want? You you are super convinced that Bevel's going to be a better solution right now mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know and i'm not saying you know you know that doesn't mean you know because if bevel moves up to being the head coach maybe he thrives in that situation i don't know i'm not suggesting that i i can say for certain that that wouldn't be a, a good position for him i'm just i still think you know if they're going to move and, and maybe i'm jumping topics here but if they're going to move on from this coaching staff mid-season I have a hard time seeing Bevel being a success as an interim. I think think what happens is the team rallies a little. We get a win or two more. And this is where I think Lions fans really need to kind of think about things right now. Okay. Last year after Matthew Stafford went down, I think everybody was just like, okay, pack it in. The season's over. Right. We said that before. The season, if Matthew ever goes down, this team can't win. And then he went down, and we didn't win. People still got mad, right? <laughs> but, but but we knew mm-hmm. that this was the case, and this is how it's going to go. Well, Matthew Stafford isn't Matthew Stafford right now. So it's kind of like Matthew Stafford went down. But people expected the beginning of the year last year, 2019, Matthew Stafford to show up this year with this team and start yeah, you know, we talked about start doing that kind of thing. Like if, right? we, if we're holding him to that standard, if that is the absolute standard that we have to hold everything he does, then yeah, he is definitely not at that point right now. But we thought also we would be getting out into the bye week at one and four. Everyone said one and four for lucky two and two, right? We just happened to lose you mean that. one and three. Yeah, one yes. and three, sorry. Or, or two and two. And... Everyone thought we were going to win the Chicago game and lose the other three. Maybe we could hold up. Maybe we could steal one at Arizona, right? Which I, we did. I got you guys. Just had a small, small problem here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Back. Um, okay. So, so there we were. We uh, um, we had lost. Um, let's go. Stafford. We, we bring him back. He's not there. Um, we can't. We're coming in here one and three. We didn't win the game we thought we would win, but we're one and three. Okay, that's great. Nobody, you know, that's where everyone expected it. But the place is absolutely on fire. It's absolutely on fire. It's fire these guys, and it's literally not different than what we thought. Yeah, we're seeing double digit lead losses, and that's that's unacceptable from this defense. Um, and I'll talk about some things for some player tweets that we saw going on. Uh, the other part you think about is. Um, we played two Hall of Fame quarterbacks in the first four weeks, right? I mean, they're, they're absolute Hall of Famers on teams that are are just absolutely banging. If you think the the Green Bay Packers aren't a threat to win the Super Bowl this year, you're 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 deluding Unfortunately, yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, they are. Absolutely. They are one of the top teams in the league right now. And the New absolutely. Orleans Saints were injured, but you can't put them down. I mean, they barely lost to the Packers, right? Sadly, you got me, Nick. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, they they had a little bit of a tough schedule too. They could very easily have been two and one when we met, right? It's just it's it's just you know the way the things fell. Um, 
we had a chance at beating them. We didn't. And that's absolutely on us as a, uh, on the Lions as a mm-hmm. team. And there's, there's, you know, all kinds of reasons why that's yeah. wrong. It sucked that, that we didn't get the one last stop that yeah. gave the, that gave Stafford the one last opportunity that really sucks. But we're one it in sucked. three, like we yeah. thought, right? Yeah. yeah. So I'm not trying to sell you guys on these coaches. I'm just telling you. Oh, no, no, no. Like no, no, expectations no. shifting and goalposts moving is, it's really, it's, it's, it's crazy to me. And we're going to talk about that a little bit in, in, in the show, but we've been doing all this stuff. Right now, it's the bye week blues. We get a chance to breathe. We get to kind of look back. We get to think about it. Is this a team? Is this a team that's going to make the playoffs this year? There's look. I'll, I'll say this much: Probably there's not. a possibility, but no, no. <laughs> Probably not. Right? Probably not. Yeah, no, we're no. not. We're not predicting that. Right. There's a possibility, but no, no, it's not going to happen. Okay, so let's let's just we'll just roll with that that that, and we're in the same position, kind of rolling back to where I started when Matthew Stafford got injured last year. That we have a whole nother season we're looking at of a football team that isn't going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And a, and, a, and a subpar product. And I think that's a lot of what's driving the anger, right? Because this was supposed to be better. This is not supposed to be like that. The next thing now is we're going to get wins against this whole – we have a slew right. of easier teams right. now, and we're definitely going to get wins. I And I wouldn't be surprised if we win five out of the next six. I really wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And and it's like, holy cow, now what's happened, right? Do we have to keep the coach? Well, I don't think we have to, but I, I don't think right now – like I think what the Texans did with Bill O'Brien, and we'll talk about that, was, was a mistake actually for their organization. Him not being there is absolutely right. For the organization in the long term, maybe not a good move. But so we're we're in the spot and that's I think why fans are the way they are right now with the team and I get it. Kind of wrapping up the Saints game. We're we're through the gauntlet. We're through the most difficult part of the schedule where we played, like I said, two absolute Hall of Famers. Kyler Murray, it, the, the, you know, the um, the jury's out on where he's going to be, but he looks to be a, like a hell of a quarterback. He looks to be, you know, a young guy who's doing really, really well. Uh, we'll see. We beat that team, and uh, and we'll move on from there. We'll see what happens these next couple of weeks. But let's, let's let's cinch it up. As Lions fans, let's see what we can do and let's start thinking longer term than just what's going to happen at the end of the season because I think I know what the end of the season looks like. I think we all know what the end of the season looks like at this point. So we should just kind of probably admit it and then say, so what do we do since that's the case? Well, yeah. And and we talked all we on, I think, two or three different shows we had this offseason. You and I and Jeff talked about what record would it require to keep Matt Patricia? And I said multiple times, it really depends on how, how it plays out that mm-hmm. the actual number matters, but not necessarily as much as how you get to that number, because if they were to go two and two over the next four games, right. Mm-hmm. And they're sitting at three and five, but then manage an eight and eight, they go five and three over the last eight. Yeah. How I mean, are you, how are you going to complain too much that you're going to see and 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 tell? Trust me, you listening to this. It, no matter how much you hate Pat Patricia right now, <laughs> you're going to have a hard time if they go five and three over the last eight games and they're winning games more often than they're losing games. All of a sudden, it's going to be difficult for you to stay as negative as negative i'm not going to say you're not going to find reasons to be upset and not, i'm not going to say you shouldn't find reasons to be upset we're going to talk about jim caldwell in a little while here and i'll and i think we can bring that back in I, I i had some very negative things to say about him before he left um despite the fact that he, there were some good things going on sure. 
Well, let's 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 do that really quick. I want to talk about. I mean, with with the pain you're suffering here as a Lions fan, right? It, it, at some point, you admit this is what the future of the team is, right? Yeah, there's 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 the edges and the cone of uncertainty, but if we kind of look down the middle, we know yep. where this team is heading. What do we do to deal with that pain? You go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> Such a smooth transition. <laughs> uh, not just for pain, but for the anxiety caused by those Lions games, the sleepless nights when you can't sleep through. I'm telling you, cbd.detroitlionspodcast is the place to go. And I will tell you, um, all little addy stuff aside, I, I got just today uh, from um, Big Bad Fab, and I'm trying to scroll back to it from this morning. Um, give me one moment. Uh, in the Slack chat, uh, a couple of the guys were talking about how awesome the CBD was and how it's helped their joints. Uh, it was the cream that they were using, uh, helping their joints and helping them uh, sleep and get rid of some pain. Um, who was it? Uh, da, 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 da. Come on, Mitch. Mitch. He was the one. He was the other one. Two people today in the Slack chat were were uh, were really really uh, t- singing the praises of of the pain relief that they got from the CBD cream. I'm going to tell you the. This stuff is, it is absolutely chill. Come on. You can see maybe I'm, I'm getting through there. <laughs> um, this, the, the Delta eight stuff is, is really something. Um, it, the other stuff is great. The normal, uh, CBD stuff that they had, the oils and the, and the gummies. But if you really, really, really want to go to sleep, <laughs> the chill line, the Delta eight line is, is the one. Um, if you need the relaxation, you want to take, get rid of that pain. That's the way to do it. Go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Hook yourself up. Diamond CBD. Highly. Um, very, very good, well-packaged, great, great packaging and instructions and literature that come with it. Just, just top, top shelf, great service, great stuff, great people. And, uh, we love, love working with them. Go to cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com, kill the lion's pain and take care of yourself. Take care of yourself naturally. cbd.detroitlionspodcast.com. Okay. Let's talk about, um, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is, I'm going to take this. It's from uh lame brain in the subreddit. And I want to, I want to read his whole topic because I think this is a great way to get into it. He it's a request to the mods and Reddit, a sticky Jim Caldwell thread where everyone that hasn't weighed in on this issue dozens of times already can go and circle jerk with all the other dead horse beaters. <laughs> this is literally one of the finest I I titles. triggered by that right now, but <laughs> <laughs> one of the finest titles in Reddit. I've seen uh, a lot. A lot, a lot. So um, let's get into this. And and I'm going to start out right out of the chat. Dustin, you should do a super chat for this one because I'm reading it. Uh, if they beat a bunch of shit teams and get killed by the good teams, isn't that Caldwell all yeah, over again? <laughs> it is. But we see how people remember Caldwell like with a under a certain rosy light. Uh, you know, if it's if it's Caldwell all over again. And you're still calling him to be fired, then you have to admit that you recognize that Caldwell should have been fired, which he should have been. So, <laughs> so let's let's go into that, right? There's a lot of people, including players, right, on on Twitter, yeah, talking about how much how great Caldwell was, right? And I'm just gonna I'm gonna push one piece, and then you can push back on 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 this yeah, case, totally. Um, Jim Caldwell, the players absolutely loved him. Jim Caldwell was kept for Quinn's first year because the players went and fought for him. If you remember, if you remember back in back then, the players stood up and said, we want Jim Caldwell. And it was like, okay, 
That's what you get. You want Jim Caldwell? You got it. He's the guy you're going to play for. You got it. And they played, and they missed the playoffs, and they really hit top Jim Caldwell again. That, that, that's, that's, that's what you get. Jim Caldwell. That was, that's, that's peak Jim Caldwell, what you got that year. This team was absolutely ready to take the next step. Did they hire the regime to take the next step? Oh, hell no. It sure doesn't look like it. It sure doesn't look like it. It does not mean that leaving Caldwell behind and trying to advance the team is the wrong play. Well, and, and Mike, Mike hits on my main point about Caldwell in the, in the YouTube chat right now. Players never developed under Caldwell. So, yes, they were ready to take the next step. But Caldwell was never going to take them to that next step because the players weren't getting better as players. The only player that I can look at who Caldwell had a direct hand in getting better over the time that he was there is Stafford. And I Mm -hmm. will give Caldwell credit for that. Don't get me wrong. uh, Stafford, as a player, got better. But the problem was not that... The problem was that he still tried to use the Jim Bob Cooter and the uh, Joe Lombardi offensive systems, which were horrible And Jim Caldwell was never going to move on to those guys if he wasn't forced to move on from those guys. The the players liked him, and that's great. I don't think that's a bad thing inherently. I don't think it's a good thing inherently either for winning games. If if I'm putting myself in a player's shoes, would I rather be playing for a mediocre franchise with a coach that I liked, or would I rather be playing on a losing team with a coach I don't like? And I think the, the, that's obvious. The obvious answer is, is that if I was a player, I would have rather played on the Lions under Jim Caldwell than played on the Lions under, under the current Matt Patricia circumstances, right? Like, that's not a tough question for me. So when, when a player speaks out about say, uh, saying good things about Jim Caldwell, that I can understand 100% where they're coming from. Don't get me wrong. But that doesn't mean that there was ever any potential for that team to be a Super Bowl caliber team under, under Jim Caldwell. They simply weren't developing. They weren't getting any better. I agree. I they agree. did 2014 was the peak of that team. And that was his first year. And granted the defense played better that year in 2014 than they had played in the previous few years, but that was a, a defense that had some incredible talent on it. And he was good at getting that incredible talent to do what they needed to do, but he wasn't good at building it. As soon as we started losing that incredible town, Levy and Sue and fairly and et cetera, et cetera. There was, he was not capable and his coaching staff around him was not capable of building up other players to fill in those, those positions and play as well as those guys did. Yeah. Let me hit a couple of things that are flying through the chat. Cause there's some really, really good stuff, right? Um, let's see really quick. Uh, Adam, they weren't prepared at all for that Seattle playoff. That was an embarrassment. That was it an was absolute a, oh, embarrassment. Was, uh, it was ruination. Horrible. Yeah, was it was horrible. And we got a couple calls on the Lions line from Seattle podcasts or fans or whatever that were just, we, we wound up not playing them because they were just like profane as hell. Uh, 
and and we're usually not afraid of being profane as you know but um they were just absolutely it was like horrifying it was dumpster fire like weird stuff so that was bad um ryan zarzecki says let's get jimmy johnson from retirement (laughs) just you hold on to the old guy thing because i got something for you here in a little bit i've got something that's gonna pop your popcorn a little bit uh matt thank you so much for the super chat brother uh the reality is the fan base now deserves better and it's time for ownership to figure this out and uh this ownership can actually do that i think i think you're right i think look they did all the right things to get quinn they did all the right things to get patricia it's just that those guys weren't at all what they were supposed to be absolutely absolutely a a, a bad job and we've played it out and and it needed to play out right you absolutely need to play that out because i completely agree with that where and i'm just making this up i'm not telling you asking you who but where are you going to find a gm this year you're not gonna right. you're, you're not gonna pluck a guy from Seattle. You're not gonna go to pluck, um, um, what's it called? Oh God, Lynch from San Francisco. You're not gonna get Ozzy Newsome, right? You're you're gonna have to find somebody who isn't a GM today because G- good GMs don't fall out of the uh, off of teams, right? You have to find them and grow them. Bob Quinn was con- consensus the best available, and then uh, Patricia. We always knew it was either Patricia or uh, Vrabel or possibly uh, Josh. Um, What's his face? Uh, Josh, I, I'm coming, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> um, it was one of those guys. It wound up being Patricia, and Patricia just wound up not being ready, not being the right personality, it seems like, although he's made a lot of changes. He's just not been able to bring the team around. Will the team come around? Maybe. We'll see. But is it too late? Maybe. Um, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll figure this out. But th- I think the the stuff with Caldwell was the right position. I want to go. To a guy who still may be calling in for the show today, where we're holding out hope. Uh, his schedule's kind of wacky, um, but he will be. Daniels, I said McDonald. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but he will be on the St. Jude show. If you guys remember Lawrence Jackson, defensive end from a couple years ago, drafted by the Seahawks, came to the Lions for a couple years. What an awesome, awesome dude. Um, he's been just spectacular on Twitter the last couple days. If you guys aren't fi- following him, please, please do. I believe it's L Jackson 94 or Low Jackson 94 or something like that. Um, He's going back to Schwartz's days, right? And he says, uh, someone said we never should have let Schwartz go. And he said, that's a tough choice. One I feel that fan pressure created. Jim was on to something. I can't imagine what it would have looked like had we been at full capacity. I never had a problem with him as a coach. It was just one-on-one conversation I had a problem with. It was just a one-on-one conversation I had the problem with. So there you go. Um I'm going, to, I'm going to keep going with some of LoJack's stuff here, and I'll hit some of the, the stuff that came in. He says, also, I don't believe in interims. If you're good enough to lead after he's fired, step up in the meeting rooms now. And that's that's important, right? If you're talking about firing Patricia now, who are you going to replace him with? Who's the one stepping up to do that that job? And if you're good enough, step up now and do it. But it's not there. It's not, right? So you, you wind up with a season kind of like last season. Um, he also said, I can tell you this much. Cleveland, I'm sure, are wishing they'd given Belichick a wee bit more time. <laughs> Interesting. You know, that's been said a lot. Uh, just imagine Browns fans looking at Bill like, damn, we dogged him pretty bad. And look at him now winning trophies and stuff, doing just what he was trying to do here. So that was pretty interesting. Uh, also, Lojack comes in with, it's too early in the season to give up on the season when you've played two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Good points. Good points. Everyone's frustrated, which is why Patricia's answered miffed a lot of people. But I say relax. We lost two really good teams who are hitting it early in an off season. And uh, when answering only 10 wins in three years, he says three years in a roster overhaul is a bit different. So he's talking a lot about the roster itself being um, 
overhauled being the one of the, the key problems here. And that's interesting. That's one of the re- things I really wanted to ask him about uh, when he called in and uh, get get some some deeper thought on that. And Lojack is just, I love him. I love this guy on Twitter. I love his thinking. He's really, really, really thoughtful. Check his blog out too. He's got some really good stuff going. All right, sorry. One more thing and I'll let you go, uh, yeah. uh, Case. I'll let you loose. Curlingus, I just have one thought, but go ahead. What's that teaser about old guys? If you say Bradshaw, I'm going to come back, is going to come back, I'm going to go be a fan of the Packers. No, 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 no. We're not yet. We'll be there real soon. Go ahead, Case. Sorry. Curlingus. No, um, I do think there's going to be, the, if, Patricia were to get fired, you know, if he had gotten fired this week or if he gets fired, <laughs> got it, Matt, I'll, I'll do better. Um, <laughs> uh, if he gets fired in the next couple of weeks, um, he's going to have a very interesting legacy in terms of how many close games they have dropped under him. It's It, it feels like an unprecedented amount. How many can you, I, I, I'm sure there have probably been other coaches who have lost their jobs after live, after losing a ton of close games, but especially over this year and last year, it, it just seems that is remarkable. How uh, the percentage of games that he's lost by a touchdown or less or eight points or less Mm -hmm. is just astronomical. And that is, that's crazy to think about. And you, and to think about how much some, just a little bit of luck or just a little bit better coaching or just a little bit better, better players could have changed all of it could have changed the whole narrative. Mm. It's, it's, and and I'm not saying that that, that's not a suggestion that um, called that, that, uh, Patricia isn't to blame for any of the stuff. Believe me, that's not at all what I'm saying. I've been watching the same game you guys have been playing and uh, it's, it, it's incredibly frustrating. I'm so frustrated, but it, it, it really is going to be a remarkable legacy to look back on one way or the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, um, it, 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 it is. And it's going to be a Lions legacy. Really, every time there's a record, somehow the Lions are tied to it, but on the on the downside, right? I mean, it's just the way the, the world crumbles for, for Lions fans. Um, so the whole Caldwell thing, I think we've I think we've been through that. Um, everybody liked him. Everybody liked Caldwell. And I, I don't blame I, him. We even He's, even though we he had that dumb look on his face in the sideline that drove me <laughs> nuts when he mismanaged games all the time. But I don't think we had anything like we we never said anything bad about him as a person. We were never upset with him, like for him not trying hard enough. No, 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 not at all. I don't think I've been, I'm upset at Patricia for not trying hard enough. I just I'm upset because he's not good enough, right? Yeah. I mean that's 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 where I'm at. And by the same token, though, I'm going to go back as mad as I am. Right. I have to look at reality in the face because it's not healthy to be mad at things that you have no control over. And I'm going to go back to meaningful games in December, by which the December monitor has been updated, by the way. Um, But I'm going to tell you, that is what everything is all about on on whether or not and how this coach will last. 
And uh, let me actually pull up the, the December monitor for everybody to show you where it is after this last week. Uh, <laughs> put that on the screen for you. Um, yeah, we're almost a tank. We're just on the edge there. Um, that's it's, it's what it is. We've talked about when he's going to be fired. He may make it to the end of the year. We'll see. But I think as we talked about how he gets to that, it's seven and nine isn't going to work. Eight and eight. Maybe what if if we win the last eight games of the season and we beat um, the, the the Packers and we beat um, the Titans and we beat the Buccaneers like if we were just suddenly went on a massive eight game roll at the end right I think there's a little more confidence in this team that they can they could do it if they had the time of a preseason to get everything and put together and the OTAs and that right that's kind of what the story tells do they survive I don't know. I don't know if they do. A lot of people would be up for up uptight and, and frustrated. I don't know. I will tell you though. Here's the reason you don't do what the Houston Houston fellas did, okay? Because okay, they got Romeo Cornell for the rest of the year, so they do have a former head coach who's not you know superstar by by any stretch, right? But he's he's the guy. Um, they have him coaching the team for the for the rest of the season, and they they have somebody in place. Who is that wacky-ass organization going to recruit? They knew who they had in Bill O'Brien before they lost four games. They knew that who they had when he tried when he was going to trade away DeAndre Hopkins. Like, who, who does that? Who allows that to happen? They knew what kind of a knucklehead he was. And instead of firing him at a time when they could have brought somebody in before the season, four games in, they're firing this guy. Now, I'm going to tell you, at the end of this season, there's going to be openings for anywhere from four to six coaches. Okay, and if you're the Detroit Lions, right? So I'm I'm just gonna make this up. We're just we'll use today's stuff because uh, Eric Bieniemy is, is kind of a hot name right now. Let's just say he's the hot commodity coach that everybody really wants this year, and you're the Detroit Lions or you're the Houston Texans. Do you think the Houston Texans have any shot in hell of getting Bieniemy with the way that organization is? The only leg up they have. Is Deshaun Watson being such a young guy? But. Right, but but you're you're a coach. If he doesn't perform and the rest of your roster doesn't perform, and you don't know who the GM is yet, so we yeah. gotta kind of throw that. Out. Yeah, but is, if you look how stupidly that organization has acted, you oh, can't no. trust you're, them. You're not wrong, right? At all, right? So so what? Let's look at a different team. Um, you know, what if you're Detroit Lions? What do you want to do if you want to hire a new coach next year? Byron Leftwich is another good one, right? For sure, James. But if you want to get Byron or you want to get uh, Biennemi next year, do you want to look like a dysfunctional mess of an organization? Or do you want to look like you're going to have an opportunity to give your coach what you told your coach you're going to give them? What They're you told give the public they were giving <laughs> the coach. Meaningful games in December, right? This is all on the public. This is all done out in the public. If you don't give that to them, you look a little wacky as an owner, and you're a brand new owner with Sheila here. Nobody knows what to expect. If you don't have a steady hand and don't, and you look like you're a little off kilter, and you don't make, what does Detroit have? Do they have the best tax place? Eh, no. I think maybe the you know somebody in Miami or Texas, Houston, is going to have a, a leg up to getting a coach, right? Just on the no income tax thing. There's a whole lot more money available that way, right? Because what's what's Michigan now? Seven percent, eight percent state income tax to zero. That's a big chunk of change when you're talking about millions of dollars. Oh, what about the weather? Does Michigan have the weather? Oh no, no, they're not. They're not beating in a lot of the warm weather states, so the, so not going to beat them there. Um, well, wh what are you getting down to? Well, what's the organization like? 
right? What good is your organization and how much of the freedom that they need to perform and how much of, of a leash will they be given to do their job? And if you can't promise that to the coach, you're not going to get one of the best coaches out there. And if you don't get one of the best coaches out there, you might as well keep Patricia. Because you're not going to get any kind of a different, you'll have a different mix and different set of excuses and different, different attitude in the, in the interview room, but it's going to be no different in the performance on the field. So I'm telling you guys, the whole idea of fire Patricia, I I think it's going to happen. I'm I'm pretty sure it's going to happen, but, but the when right now is more important than any other part of it as, and and the how it's, it's super crucial. Let me respond to one of the comments in, in the YouTube, uh, it, Ryan Zarzecki, uh, it's not that everyone doesn't know that the lions organization is dysfunctional compared to the norm. It's whether or not they're dysfunctional compared to the other teams that are in need of a head coach. And a lot of those other teams that are going to be in need of a head coach are even worse than the yeah. Lions. Yeah, yeah. And even and, more dysfunctional than the Lions. And you just want to be the employer of choice. Okay. Right. That's the phrase right. from HR from 10 years ago. You you want employers to choose to come work for you if you want to get the best. If you want to get the very, very best, you want to be looking like you will give that person the very, very best shot to do their best job and succeed. Because I'll tell you what, any, any leader coach in the nfl would absolutely love to be have their name ingrained in the annals of history to take the detroit lions to their very first super bowl win that that is the kind of stuff that the narcissism that is in a coach's kind of makeup that feeds that they would absolutely love that but the situation has to be right and so you have that actually going for them and as a way to to bring them in so i'm i'm pretty i'm Look, I've talked about it, and I'll hit it one more time. Yes, 99.9% sure the coach is going to go. I think everybody knows. I think the coach knows. It's just about how and when this is done. And when it's when it's when when it happens, it'll happen appropriately, and it'll be happening in a way that we don't screw ourselves next year. Does Bob Quinn survive? We'll know after this. Uh, St. Jude. <laughs> got to talk about St. Jude. We got the big thing coming up. Like I said earlier, Lawrence Jackson, Lojack is coming uh, to join us. We've got uh, a couple Lions players on the hook. Um, one who I have a, um, a renowned poor sense of pronouncing his name. We'll, we'll leave it at that. He's on the uh, the potential block here. Um, we're just locking in some details. Got a lot of stuff going. Um, Lions players, national folks, national folks showing and coming in and we're going to be doing a whole lot of work to help raise money for St. Jude. We're having a 24-hour podcast-a-thon. It's kind of like a a, uh, a telethon, but we're it's a podcastathon. I don't want to get anyone confused. The idea there is to raise as much money as we can in cash, and then more items for the auction. Kenny Galladay jerseys are here. We got the uh, we got a lot of stuff. We just got a lot of stuff. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I, I'll tell you, the Colorado ski one is the one that I'm I might be bidding on myself and get my family and my brother's family get together and go skiing. But um, that's a huge one. A week in a in a in a um, ski resort house like a rental house in in the Colorado mountains of the ski and that'd be awesome a lot of really really great stuff it's all for st jude 
we're over, we're taking all the overhead, we're paying for that, that's coming out of our pockets, and then every single penny that goes to this, we'll go to St. Jude, we're working with them right now to get a website set up so that all your money goes directly to them, so you get your tax deductions, the whole thing, uh, a lot going on, let me put the flyer up on the screen, um, so the 24-hour podcast-a-thon on the, on the 6th, starting on the 9th, we're going to have the charity auction, that's when all these things go up, all the things you donate, players that call in during the podcast-a-thon, donate, the whole thing, the auction starts, ends on the 18th of December, we're going to try so hard to get everything to every, in everybody's hands by Christmas so that you can use these as Christmas presents. So think about that. We're shooting for 25 grand this time. We got almost eight grand last time, kind of spur of the moment. We're counting on you guys to help us out. This is a big, big deal. Christmas for the kids, helping some sick kids uh, have a have a good Christmas and helping see if we can find a cure for these these folks. These are the future. These, If anybody is important in this world and want to take care of them. It's it's the kids and these kids need it more than more than any. So let's uh, let's pull together for these guys. Let's show what we can do here in Detroit and help uh, folks that are really in need here this Christmas. All right. So we're coming up. That's coming up on the sixth. Like I said, please join us and uh, let's go to town and help these kids in St. Jude. Okay. I forgot what my teaser was before I went to St. Jude. I was like, tune in next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> You know me, I wasn't listening to you. So. Okay. Yeah, I do know you. <laughs> Dang it. All right. Okay. So here we go. Let's, uh, we talk about Keeper Trash Patricia. Let's talk about Quinn. Um, this is an interesting one, Bob Quinn, whether he stays or whether he goes. What do you think? Um, what's your name? Case. <laughs> and, and not only what do you think about it, but what are we going to do with him? I mean, who, who, who do we look for? The question of who we would look to replace him mid-season. Oh, that's so tough. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to pretend to know who I think the candidates would be for that position. Uh, whether or not I think that he would get fired mid-season, I don't think so. I, I don't think so because I think they... Hmm. My impression of Quinn is that even if he knew he was going out, he would still try to put them in the best position going forward. Because I think he would like to, you know, if you do that in the NFL and you tear down the, you know, you go scorched earth, you're not getting another position in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So even if you know you're going out the door, you do your best to put the team in a good position going forward. And my suspicion is that's the kind of guy he is, uh, that he's smart enough to look at his own, you know, prospects going forward and not, not completely try to tear everything down. So I would be a little bit surprised if, even if we, even if they do decide, decide to fire Patricia mid season, I would be a little surprised if Quinn got the axe before the end of the year. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. And, and, and Dorsey, I'm not sure about, um, we'll have to see, we'll have to see how that goes. Um, I don't think he's the guy. Um, we, I got to get Riz. He told me who he, well, yeah, he's going to have a lot better he's, insight on that than he's I do. Gonna surprise, so I'll he's let gonna him, I'll let him educate everyone on that kind of stuff. He's going to stun everybody. I'm just telling you right now. And I, and I told him I wouldn't say, but he's going to stun everybody. With okay. So, okay. I got to hit one more thing. Uh, one more tweet and, and we're running close on time here. So we got, we got one more subject we want to hit here. Um, going back old school to the old guy that I talked about earlier, Wade Phillips. 
just a really, really interesting tweet. Watching and waiting the league, not one team. Just looking to see if I can get an opportunity to help someone win. That was after Houston uh, did the Bob thing. I told you before I wanted Wade Phillips as a defensive coordinator for this team. I think Wade Phillips could help us win. And I think Wade Phillips is the one guy or one of very few people to bring in for the defense of this team uh, that could take what we have and make some of it, something of it almost immediately. I believe he has the mind to make something happen out of that defense. And he's the guy. I don't know why we didn't pick him up this year. I don't know why we went with Corey Unlin because it's literally no different than what we saw. Um, I wanted Wade Phillips. I still want Wade Phillips. I would love if he's still in the, the mix I think whoever we get for a coach, and I, I don't want Wade as a coach. I just don't. I, I I think he's a good coach. He could probably help out a lot, but I just want him to fix our defense yesterday. And that's what I want him to concentrate on, and then uh, and then bring in somebody else. I'm fine with Bevel at offensive coordinator. I think he's he's done a lot. Yeah, with his I'm offense fine with him. I'm not, can help us. He's no. you know, but Wade Phillips driving that defense, I think, would absolutely change the the team and the outcomes. Like if we had him on defense this year, and and you could have got Patricia out of the mess. Of, of running the defense, I think this team would be two, three wins this year. I honestly believe that if Wade would have been given the handles to steer that defense uh, the way he wanted to. Um, I, I, I'm really high on him. So let's just uh, let's just see. Let's see how things work with that. I'm, uh, I'm interested to see him. All right, last topic. And um, this time it's my schedule that's pushing us. So we want to spend some time on this. Um, should we cater our opinion to the popular opinion. And I don't know if it came out of this. Uh, our, our post in Reddit this week, there was all kinds of angry people. <laughs> and, uh, I, you know, you know me, I, I don't care. <laughs> I just, I, I, I responded in kind, you know, to, to, I gave what I got. I didn't go, I, I don't think I went beyond what I got, Case. Let's put it oh, that I, way. I'm just, I can be pretty pretty sharp if I need to be. <laughs> so we looked at that and that there was that going on and there was a couple other things that had been going on with with uh, in the subreddit and just general lions chat, not in the most intelligent lions chat on the internet. I'll have, you know, at the, uh, at the uh, Patreon Slack chat. But other than that been going on. So we want to talk about this and, and interested in what people think, you know, there's the whole fire Patricia right now concept. Mm-hmm. That is the, the, the hive mind. Is that should we just really cater our opinion to that and support what everybody says and 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 follow the media kind of narrative that everybody kind of has jumping on, or should we think independently and do it? And this, I'm loading this question up, and I don't mean to, right? <laughs> <laughs> so sorry, but should we should we stay independent because? And I, I will put this out there. One of the things about our podcast, and I talk about this on occasion. We. We aren't beholden to to Vox or or any other corporate behemoth. We're our own thing. Locked on Lions, could, we could have been locked on Lions. They gave us a, a contract. We negotiated a better one, and then we still rejected it and said, no, we want our autonomy. We, we are independent media through and through. You're looking at the COO and CEO <laughs> sitting here, right? This is this is what we are. It's rolling in money over here. Absolutely, you know. Yeah, my, my carpet is made of one dollar bills. You know, uh, just the the shreds. And, so. and that's why we do it, right? We're absolutely <laughs> we absolutely do this and 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 lose money every year because we're in here to 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 lose as much as we can because then we write it off. On, I don't I don't know I don't know the math on that and I don't know how it works, but you know this this is this is where we're at. So the idea is, and and I I kind of put it as a poll, and and, and you know you're, you're cracking up <laughs> in the in the in the thing curve, but um, 
should should we should we just follow the the hive mind or not and and i'll let you expound on it now case because i I wanted to set it up and i don't think i set it up as good as i should have with uh with what you were thinking here well i don't know how to (laughs) be any other than the way i am chris (laughs) i wouldn't have me any other way my friend (laughs) i don't know i don't know how to not just say what i believe and say what i think um and i you know i think i have a relatively good track record this whole thing with patricia has not been a great you know uh, run for me in terms of my predictive abilities but over over the years that we've been doing this, I've been right more often than I've been wrong, and 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 I'm okay with that. You know, I'm okay with being wrong and admitting when I'm wrong, uh, but I'm not going to kowtow to somebody because they're angry because I said something that they disagree with, and I, and fans are so incredibly angry right now, just just incredibly angry that if you don't agree with them, if you don't see it exactly the way they see it that you how could you possibly you know say anything and yeah i'm not saying look it i am angry too everybody's angry everybody's very frustrated and angry it's been a long two and a half years it really has it's been a long two and a half years for everybody but and i like to think that we try to be cathartic and and that's been our that's kind of been one of the best things about doing this with you chris and and with our listeners is that it's cathartic for everyone it's seemed less cathartic lately and more it, yeah just angry well, <laughs> and that's unfortunate and i hope i hope we get back to a place soon where 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 even when things are going poorly and people even when people are disagreeing with me and you that mm-hmm. that we're that we're doing it in a in a spirit of we all want the same thing in the end which is the lions to win yeah well and that's the thing right now people are so mad right uh about where things are but it's like why weren't you mad three years ago five years ago 10 years ago 20 years ago right well i wasn't old enough to be mad that i'm going to talk a little bit i have this 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 thing it's my kind of arc of a lions fan and it's really unique to lions fans and lions fandom okay because and it's because of all the losing and never having that win that never having that championship right every other team and every other sport has really had that the lions just haven't in 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 the in the championship era of the super bowl right and they they just haven't had that but i'll just kind of talk just just normal kind of arc of a fan in the in the lions world you know in the us you're probably about 14 15 16 when you really start following the team you know you follow them a little bit but you really start getting interested especially in the internet era around that time you start talking to people and you're learning about football and you're and you're really picking up on stuff right i find international fans are a little older they're 20 21 when it starts but they they all started at some point right and as you learn more you you, you make dumb comments yeah. sometimes and silly comments but you learn and you learn and you learn and you start investing in the team you get your first jersey 
right? You're like, all right, I got maybe it's a T-shirt the first time or a hat, right? But you get a couple, a little bit of Lions gear and you're like, okay, okay. They get a win, whatever, something happens or they're like, they have a bad year. You're like, oh, well, you know, it's the Lions. I love, uh, I love the underdog. We're going to really do it. And you get built up and you, you get sold on Patricia before that you get sold on, on, on Caldwell or you get sold on Calvin or you get sold on, on Stafford, right? You have the one or two players that you really love. And then this coach is different. This coach is going to do it, right? And then they fail and you're like, oh, well now, but look at the team. We're at a point now where we can really, okay, we can take the next step. We've got this new coach again, right? And you get to this point where now you're, you've invested in, in some money. You've been to some games, right? You start really identifying as a Lions fan. And now you have that hope and you know a little bit about football. So now you're, you're doing a little teaching as well as just chatting in the different internet forums, right? You're getting to be more of a fan, more knowledgeable. You're really investing more. Maybe at some point towards the end of this, you've got a, you've, you've painted your basement and have the Lions recliner and the Lions bar <laughs> set and the whole thing, right? You've gone, you've gone all in. You're super Lions fan. Maybe you're the Twitter super fan or whatever, right? And it keeps going and you keep growing and you keep growing until something like right now happens, right? And then what happens is you shake out a bunch of people. It's like a stock market shakeout. You stay, you shake out a bunch of fans who finally, after 10 years or 15 years of this, becoming to this point where they're an elite fan, they feel like the team owes them something. Because they've invested so much of themselves and their money into it, and the team just doesn't deliver. And they become that Uncle Eddie guy, right, that we've talked about before, who sits there at Thanksgiving. You're like, oh, i got to watch the Lions game when you're still the fan. That's you. Uncle Eddie's over there. Oh, Lions? <laughs> They'll never be anything till the Ford sell them. Yeah. And they always say, I remember Barry Sanders. He was fun to watch, but they're all, they'll always be trash. Right? That's, that's that kind of attitude. The one that doesn't care, doesn't pay attention, just knows they're garbage, right? And people, because it's the Lions... And because they never win and have never won, this cycle keeps going and keeps going and builds and destroys fans. And the team and the NFL has created all kinds of new fans out of young people. But what what people haven't been talking about, and this is something that's happening right now, is you have a bubble in demographics. And that's in the kind of millennial Zoomer kind of right in between the two generations, you have a bubble of a lot of people. Well, a lot of millennials are going to get shook out right now because they're at the point where they're about to fall off the cliff to Uncle Eddie because they're tired of this crap from the Lions, right? And if they have another season or two like this or the next coach is the one, you're going to shake out the rest of them, Mm -hmm. right? And then who are you replacing them with? It's like being in the ham radio club. I'm not ripping on ham radio guys, right? I I just don't, don't, I find it interesting in, in, in different uses, but I'm not part of the club. But every time I'd like try to learn something about like the specific uses I was looking for, it was always guys over 60 right? that were just, just, it was no one young. I'm like, this, this club is dead in three years because there's no one there. They're not going to recruit anybody, right? It's just not going to happen. You're going to find that with fans of a team like the lions. Cause now your demographic bubble that was playing in your benefit is gone and you're going to have fewer people to fill it out. They need to win from an organizational standpoint. They need to win. Or I believe the franchise and the NFL will look at it and say the franchise is now in trouble and the NFL can't have a brand with a franchise that's doing that poorly. And you can see them move. You can see all kinds of things happen. Um, but that's that's where we are. And I think what's happening right now with all the anger and everything that's going on, I think a lot of people are getting shook out right now. And it's just they just want to vent the anger and they're going to vent it. If you don't agree with them as to why the Lions suck and how bad they suck, then you're the enemy. And they're just going to take it out until they finally gas out and they're going to disappear in the offseason. And next year, a lot of them aren't going to come back. Because they're at that end of that Lions cycle. So that's my that's my Lions fan hype cycle. That's my theory, my hypothesis, whatever. We can we can test it out. But I'm telling you guys, this is what I've in my years, this is what I've seen and accomplished. And what saves somebody from being that Uncle Eddie and falling off the back end 
<laughs> is having a little bit of a time to step back and say, okay, it's just a, it's just another year. <laughs> we've, was, we're doing it again. I feel so fortunate that my fandom was born out of the 2008 season. Like that's <laughs> like, <laughs> this is not new to me. This is, this is what had, this is what I expected when I got on board. Yep. So I don't know. I, I come at it from a little bit of a different perspective than maybe a lot of people do. But yeah, and I'm at the point where I'm. <laughs> I want. I enjoy the Lions. I enjoy football. I'm. I'm still so happy that we have football going on. The Titans have what they're doing. That's a little bit you know terrifying in its own way. But we actually have football right now, and that wasn't a sure thing two months ago. I'm so happy to have it. Are the Lions thinking? Well, yeah, because it's football season. <laughs> but I, I can always hope. I, can, I I spend money on the Lions. I go to their games. I fly to Detroit to go to the games um i do a podcast about them why because i like the team i like the team i know what i signed up for i didn't sign up for the new england patriots there's a whole lot of patriots fans that'll shake out in the next year six years you just watch and green bay once aaron Rodgers is gone you will see so many fewer over the course of the five six years after he's gone you'll see so many green bay jerseys disappear off the face of the earth you can jump on a winning team that's okay anybody can do that but i really i believe in the city of detroit I believe in the Detroit Lions. I believe in the Pistons. I believe in the Tigers and the Red Wings because that's who I am. That's where I grow up, and that's that's my tribe. Win, lose, or draw, that's where I'm at, and that's who I'm with. You can be angry. You can be frustrated. Don't take it out on me. I like the Lions, and, and, and I'm mad that they didn't win, too. I'm mad that we have a coach that doesn't look like he's going to work out. But you know what? I'm still here. I'll be here next year because this is my team, win, lose, or otherwise. That's it. Sorry. I, I, I took your topic and I ran beautiful. with it. No, it was beautiful. <laughs> I did you you Yeah, no, that was beautiful. I'm not, <laughs> I I, everything that I wanted to say is, is seems totally irrelevant now. There you so go. <laughs> right. well, that's that's why we don't do the the troll TV stuff and the stuff you hear on the on the radio and everything else, because we're we're we have a different approach. Um but Seriously, if you guys think we should just follow the, the, you know, the lead of the rest of the media, we're happy to. But that's one thing, you know, one of the things we saw when we started this. There's a real gap. It's a hive mind. It, you, you look, you see the same stories. I, we, we're talking about this in the Slack chat. I feel lied to by the media from uh, training camp at how awesome Matt Stafford was looking and how awesome the defense and how, you know, the pump. And then, and then we come out of it and we hear how, um, oh, my God, this is a team that could take it all. It's a, it's a team that's going to surprise people this year. Well, no, I think if, if we were at training camp, what we'd have seen, we would have said something different. We would have seen what was actually there. But we were hearing from all the beat writers the same thing. And I love our beat writers. I love Justin Rogers. I, I absolutely love him. Mikey does yeah. great work. Chris Burke at the athletic does great, great stuff, right? We have some really, really, really good guys. The problem is, is especially when you build it out as a bubble like that, there's not a lot of, you know, they're breathing a lot of their own air. And that's why in a, a, a kind of different view and a different perspective, I think is what's important. So that's why we do it the way we are. We do it. And that's kind of why we don't follow that. But if you guys think we should hit us up in the comments below, Oh, that's the YouTube thing you're supposed to do, right? Um, hit us up in the comments. You know, we have a contact sheet at the, at the website. Let us know. Let us know. We will tell you what we think. We will put our minds. We will not always be right. Sometimes we will be wrong. <laughs> but we will always be here with the Lions information. That's that. How about that? All right. Um, case, I, I want to hit really quick fanatics. Fanatics. Yeah. Dot 
uh, DetroitLionsPodcast.com, Amazon.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. And uh, if you're doing Amazon, obviously use the Amazon one. If you're going to get yourself some Lions gear, go to Fanatics.DetroitLionsPodcast.com. They give us a kickback when you buy stuff there. It doesn't cost you any more. It takes away from their profit, and they give us a little cheap piece of that. So helps the show. Help us do what we're doing. Like I said, we're just an independent journalist doing our own thing. So any kind of support you guys provide, we we massively, massively appreciate it. Last thing we got, uh, a quick around the division. And instead of saying it, let me really say it. Around the division. Don't fuck around. There we go. All right, Case, take us around the division, brother. <laughs> yeah, we're going to make this fast because... More or less, you guys can just look at the standings. Um, well, when we come back uh, next time, we'll tr- I'll try to go a little bit more in depth with what's actually happening. Uh, the Packers, as we mentioned earlier in the show, are just running rough rod right now. They are, oh, they are looking like one of the teams to beat. Um, and it's all been off the resurgence of Aaron Rodgers uh, playing some of the best football of his career right now. Um, it's one of those things that you you hope. You know, you watch somebody like Aaron Rodgers at his age doing it. And you hope that Matthew Stafford could pull off the same thing. Yep. Um, so, I mean, there's, you know, we, we can hope that we'll see that. But right now it's not it's not in Detroit that it's happening. It's in Green Bay and uh, they are it's, it's going to be hard for anybody to stop them right now. Um, the Bears. The Bears did exactly what I expected the Bears to do and showed that they were fakers and sucked against the Colts. I would not be surprised to see that continue. The Vikings also did more or less what I expected to them to and finally showed up. I, I was not surprised to see the Vikings finally show up and win a game. Um, I think technically we are still ahead of the Vikings in the standings, but that's, it, that's neither here nor there. Um, I would not be surprised to see uh, the Bears lose their next couple and the Vikings win their next couple and uh, for the Bears to end up fighting out for third, third, fourth place in the division with the Lions after a couple of weeks here, unless the unless obviously the Lions do you know the unexpected and and go on a winning streak here. So yeah, hey, gotta thank Mike Hodges for his quick uh, super chat. Don't change your breath of fresh air. Thanks, Mike. That's really really nice. You appreciate the the support. We we are who we are. I, I mean. <laughs> Case said it. He is who he is. Pretty straight up. I am who I am. There's. I'm. I'm the same way. Except I swear less at work. <laughs> it's literally the same thing. So you have no idea how hard it is for me to swear less than we used to swear. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's funny because like the second I would I'm not recommend work. going back and listening to early shows on the way if you have you know yeah if Oof, you're uh, that's crazy you know, weak weak in that area so if you're weak geared yeah <laughs> i'm I used not to, sure I that's mean, how i wanted to put that but yeah, you get the okay. idea <laughs> i was a guy who um like at work I, I i even there right i know who i've got who my people are uh that i can talk to and and talk with um and there I can be more free, but I, I'd make a sailor blush with it. I worked, I did, I worked my way through my undergrad as a, uh, as a mechanic. So, um, it, you, you, you work in a kitchen, you know, same kind of thing. We have our own vocabulary that we use and share, yeah. share our feelings with each other. So, uh, uh, Matt, uh, Matt, I miss it too. I miss the profanity too. Uh, I got that reality check when I got us demonetized. <laughs> 
twice. And twice. <laughs> oh my god! I'm trying to fix your video. Go ahead, keep going. Keep you. You got it, brother. Keep going. You're going. Good. <laughs> um, let's see. All right. Um, what, was that the whole around the division? Yeah, that's it for now. Like okay. I said, we'll we'll do a little bit better and more in depth next time. But okay. we're we're not, we're keeping it short this week. So okay, appreciate it. All right. That's going to do it this week, guys. Thank you all so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Um, don't mean to get preachy. It's bi-, bi week. You get the bi week blues. Lot to, um, lot, lot to take on. Hardcore swearing years with a forking shit, man. <laughs> Thanks, Carter. Yeah. And, you know, we'll do, we'll do something. We'll, we'll do some. I, I, I guarantee things are going to slip during the uh, St. Jude thing. Doing something nice. I can't go gonna... 24 hours without. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> Just trying to keep my clothes on for 24 hours. Jesus. 24 hours is going to be nuts. We're going to be nuts. By the end of that, we're going to be loopier in the hell. But, all right. Hey, everyone, thanks so much for supporting the show. We um, we love you for it. I mean, like I say, the biggest compliment you can give us is to tell a friend to listen in. So thanks for all your, your sharing amongst other people and letting folks know about us. We, it means a lot to us. Uh, use the comments and subreddit. Give us your feedback. It's a community show. We we adjust based on what we hear from you guys. So so we're all in on, on what you got to say. Happy to, to have a constructive conversation. If you want to come in hot, we can go hot too. That's fine. That's fun. Uh, don't forget about us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. And uh, get in there. You get the Slack chat access. And I'm telling you guys, it's it's a great place to hang out with great people, talk lions, good, bad, or otherwise. You get treated with respect. And that's the one thing we wish we could see more of in all of these internet places, including the subreddit, is people just treating each other with respect. It's uh, I'll say it now. We're not here for a long time. We're here for a good time. So be good to each other. All right. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Detroit Lions podcast, Detroit Lions on Instagram and on Twitter. Give us that follow at DET Lions podcast, DET Lions podcast, the very, very best place to see case getting effed in the A. Give us a call via Skype, uh, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us on the Lions line at 929-33-LIONS, 929-335-4667, and be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com, subscribe to the podcast, um, go to YouTube, slash, YouTube.com slash Detroit Lions Podcast, and bit.ly slash DLP clips so we can come in your ears automatically. Who wouldn't want a case of case? Who wouldn't want case running down their cheek? Uh, thank you for tuning in. <laughs> We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs, no problems because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. <laughs> Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. Everybody else is walking Nobody, away with ball burns in between their hands. <laughs> <laughs>